guys, you know, you guys know I'm a humble guy. I don't like to make things about myself. But just for this one time, change of pace, I'm going to talk about myself for a second. Mm. Six leagues this year. Five playoffs. Five 14, week 14 matchups. And can you guess how many of those I won? Any takers? How many? Yeah, just, just shout Zero. them out. Zero. Zero. Three, that's not a bad guess. Two. Two and a half. Two and a half. Five. Yeah, Kieran. Oh. Cheers to five and oh in week 14, baby. Let's see how I pour this. My gosh. You got an orange slice for that blue moon? Just poured a blue moon out. No orange slice needed because all the sweetness is in those victories, baby. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Welcome to Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. This is your host, Mela Obstfeld. And as always with me are my three super handsome and super important co-hosts, Kieran Day, Michael Smith, Jerry Williams in the house. Guys, it's week 15. This is where... We're here. This is where the... the the the, the, the I don't want to say men become boys because I feel like that's kind of like out of touch. That's when guys become dudes. It's when guys become dudes. and that's <laughs> It's when you make your money. It's when you make your money back. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's beautiful. I mean, when you put it like this, it sounds sad, but but yeah. But welcome to the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Dudes Football. We're on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and more, but not just those ones I listed. Let's get right into it. But yes, as I said, five and zero in the first week, looking pretty good going to the next one. But let's talk about what we what we all want to talk about: Monday Night Football, Ravens versus the Browns. One of the best games I can ever I can remember in my life. It was just it was a out of the chair, back and forth, high scoring, eighty points thriller, ninety points almost. I mean, the last time I can remember being this excited for a game was Rams Chiefs, and I think twenty, oh, yeah. where I think it was almost ninety, yeah, 90 or ninety five, maybe even a hundred put up in that game. That but was just, good one. And then this one was like the most rushing touchdown since like. The you know the the Model T was running off the factory floor like, geez, what a game! But <clears throat> even more important was it was the Lamar pooping game. We gotta figure. We're, there's gotta be. We gotta like iron out at, in the football community the nickname. But you know, I, I think that it's gonna bring us together to make sure that you know we pick the right name for this. So mm-hmm. any off the top of your head to kind of get the ball rolling with that. Oh, just the the Paul Pierce of mm-hmm. of football. Paul Pierce. Paul I don't Pierce. know if that's really good. I don't really know if that's going to stick, but truth. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, all that matters is you put up thirty fantasy points. The fourth and the- five touchdown to Marquise Brown has got to be one of the greatest regular season plays of all time. It was incredible. <laughs> and it, it seems like all these really, really good regular season NFL games just so happen to be the ones that are flexed to primetime games every week. It's like none of none of these twelve o'clock games get to this kind of level i don't know man it, that is a good point Thank is you. it a uh, illuminati i think so i think I uh, maybe must be and the, the thing only about solution. that touchdown that and that touchdown was you know not only was it have huge fantasy implications and huge implications for the game like the browns were surging back in the fourth quarter and i mean that on the field and off the field um 
the Browns were surging back in Lamar's pants and they were also surging back <laughs> into the game. And that touchdown was needed. It had me on the edge of my seat. I was I was absolutely tilting. I I, I was Luckily running around Lamar my house. was deeper in his seat. Yeah. He, he was in deep shit and I was I was in slightly deeper <laughs> shit, less deep shit. And I was, you know, talking to my roommates who probably didn't care at all. I'm just like, oh my God, if this combination of things happen, I'm gonna you know, do this or that. And it was just, it, it, it makes it that much more fun. Like in that panic, you realize how much you care about fantasy football and how, how this little game can really make or break your week. So it was, it was, it was a great football game. And it, I, after on Twitter, you see tons of people losing games over this game, you know, winning, uh, yeah. you know, a backdoor spread on the safety oh. at the end, all and, these different and things. Ultimate, it's like, uh, an all time and all time bad beat. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Final seconds, the ball, they're lateraling it, went to the back of the end zone. They safety and that gave the Ravens the uh, spread. Or but, a lot of people with Kareem Hunt getting that catch and then starting ooh. no longer getting the Kareem Hunt yard points that would have gotten him to win. Oh, There's a hundred ways you could play. Agonizing defeats. The other big storyline of the week, Jalen Hurts had his debut as the Eagles starting quarterback against one of the toughest defenses in the league, the New Orleans Saints. And it's got to be the biggest upset of the season. I can't think yeah. of one. They beat mm-hmm. them. It was a close game at the end, but honestly, the Eagles were a better, much better looking team. And this is when Taysom Hill really got exposed. Like, you know, <laughs> if you have a above average defense, no matter what's kind of happening on the other side of the ball, obviously good things are happening. But yeah, this is where they say, hey, we need Drew Brees back if we're going to make a serious playoff run. But mm-hmm. I took some notes on Hurts. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Don't worry, guys. But played confidently, keeps plays alive way better than mm-hmm. Wentz. Wentz oh, go- yeah. He used to keep it alive back in the, back in the good old Wentz days, but he can't do it this year. It's like that Free simple tear of the yeah. ACL. Uh, he he looks like Patrick Mahomes moving out of the pocket. Doesn't throw it like Mahomes, but you know, kind of keeping the plays mm-hmm. alive. And then that's you know great for the tight end. That's great for the slot guy. And uh, he has a QB rushing floor, which is yeah. unlike. I mean, he's like, I'd say Lamar light. I think he's got like a nice 45, 50 rushing floor. We'll see how that develops. And uh, he can complete throws. He doesn't have these terrible anxiety that Wentz has developed. And I mean, I don't know how much relevance going to be this year, but dynasty, you know, that's a, he's a second round quarterback. I mean, this guy's, you know, he's built to last. So, you know, pay attention, but. Question, not to put y'all on the spot. Please. We- this or that coming up but i'm i gotta do it right now mm-hmm. eagles play the cardinals who scores more jalen hurts or kyler murray in fantasy i think it's a legitimate question it really i is. think i'm excited for this game i think it's gonna be With a really eagles. entertaining game it's kyler mm-hmm. it's kyler kyler's just kyler's home more i think i, think I trust kyler, kyler more safer. yeah kyler's definitely safer it's also just you, you you also see this kind of this type of storyline develop where a, a guy like Jalen Hurts is a special talent and brings something that's so different than the predecessor. They come in, the defense doesn't exactly know what's going on. You have a huge mm-hmm. first game. Now there's a little bit of tape. You know, what do you have? Like four or five pass attempts before this game. There's a little bit of tape for Arizona to study up on. And you kind of see a little bit of regression typically in, a, in the second or third game after like a huge blow up first effective time on the NFL field. But it's to all of Noah's points. I mean, he, he just keeps plays alive. So with that, Mm-hmm. and having that fantasy baseline I, I, mm-hmm. it's hard to think it's hard to see him busting that's the, the way i yeah. say it 
That's interesting. I mean, I, I, you know, after one game, I don't know if we should say anything, but you know, yeah, you, you got to make decisions sooner than later if you're going to, you know, capitalize on potential. I think so, the big thing with that is, is you can feel confident starting him in your playoffs if you need to start a QB. I feel like, like you said, he's got that great floor. You can throw him in. This helps Miles Sanders, obviously. And then going to the Saints side of the ball real quick. Uh, I know Taysom didn't play that well, but Alvin Kamara, guess how many catches he had? How many? Seven. Seven catches on 10 targets. Cool. He put up a 20-plus point fantasy, fantasy week. I mean, it's just something to look at. A lot of good storylines. Uh, moving on to a different game, we got DJ Moore coming back versus the Packers, coming off the COVID list. Uh, you know, we don't know how that's going to affect Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, but good to see them have their guys back, even though CMC is doubtful for the week. We'll see how that goes. Mike Davis, obviously plug and chug, should be an RB1 again in PPR. Brandon Cooks, expected Ooh. return versus the Colts. Good to have him back. Matthew Stafford, doubtful. If Matthew Stafford's not playing, I feel like the only line you can start is TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. Uh, uh, what do you guys hold think? Up. I mean, I don't know if – I mean, it's Chase Daniel coming in. You don't, really, you don't have a huge idea over his kind of tendencies. He did come in a little bit last week. But uh, I guess if you're going to start a pass catcher, it is Hawkinson. Yeah, I mean, actually, I didn't think of the rest. The two else you're starting in a pitch. It's just Marvin Jones. Is the only, yeah, you're the not going to pick any, any tight end off waivers. I mean, what, what about – Well, you can be confident starting Hawkinson. Well, would you go – okay, Debo Samuel's out uh, for the rest of the season. We'll get into that in a sec. But would you go Jordan Reed or Hawkinson with Chase Daniel? Uh, Hawkinson. Jordan Reed. I'd go Hawkinson. I'm going Hawkinson too. But, you know, it, it, I don't think it's that crazy. That, yeah. Yeah, Jordan Reed is going to be on a lot of waivers. So Versus the Cowboys, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think Chase Daniel still, like, he's a much better backup than than, than most backups. So mm-hmm. you can expect, yeah. like, a floor for, for, for the receiving. Uh, Julio, it, you know, this is kind of a Hul- classic Julio kind of – I feel like he's going to be done for the season. Why are they, why, why are they yeah. putting him out there? I mean, they're going to get a new coach this year. They should pump some life into the team. There's no reason for him to be out there. And then again, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, again, why is no reason to be out there? So I, you know, I, you know, we 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 think about politics in teams a lot, and like why did you know? There's obviously not all decisions are because of football. There's a lot of politics. There's you know, you can't always assume teams are just want to win every game. It's just not how you know you're successful. Yeah. So, but what is the philosophy with guys like Julio and CMC? Because we have a guy like George Kittle who's designated to return from IR. But then, obviously, you know, studs of his caliber are, you know, they kind of do this game where they say questionable, oh, we're thinking about it. I mean, where do you draw the line as a, as a NFL franchise? I think a, lot, I think a lot of these come down to, you know, the experience of the player. Like some guys are just guys who want to get out there and play, and that's kind of – they have that relationship with the coach, and they know when they're okay to go. And you see guys like Julio with injuries that are like hamstring – you know, tendon type of injuries that are mm-hmm. easily re-aggravated and you make that decision, you know, what is the, is the cost there versus someone like CMC who's been so close to returning three or four times, just keeps getting nicked up game time decision type of injuries. He's going to get back. I think he's going to get back out there and play before the season's over, but it's just, it, it, it comes down to not only the type of injury, but the relationship you have and the type of experienced player you are. Cause some guys are just trusted when they say they're good to go. They're good to go. Like a guy like Kittle, if he says he's good to go, no, you couldn't have an army go out and stop him from getting on the football field. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also as a franchise, a lot of it has to do, and I think particularly in the 49ers case, whether or not it means anything, those last few games, like if the 49ers have any shot when Kittle says he's hundred percent, he's blind. I think if they're eliminated, 
think Kittle feels like he's close to 100%. They may try to sit him down. But I think a lot of it has to do with where the team is situated. Yeah, and, and the franchise. I mean, you look at the Falcons, historically, they're not a tanking franchise. They just, last mm-hmm. year, they're, they're what start like two and seven or something and battle back mm-hmm. to six and nine at the end of the year or something, you know. They're, they're a team, when, when they have Julio, they're an elite team. It's just how it is on mm-hmm. offense, at least. They always are in games when they have Julio. So it's kind of that weird fine line you got to walk. Um, but with a new coach, you, yeah. like you said, you got to energize. I like that. Moving on to the notorious COVID IR list that we get every Wednesday. Russ Weeks and big names, Ronald Jones, Marquise Brown, Henry Ruggs. So let's go real through quickly through them. Ronald Jones, Fournette becomes a low-end RB2, high-end three, just at a volume. I th- You know, it's against the Falcons, so this should be a high score. I keep calling shootouts wrong, so I don't know. <laughs> but it's a po- – you know, if, if Julio isn't there – I feel like it doesn't do much for Ronald. You know, it's kind of – he was going to be rushing more, receiving more. But he's a decent start. I picked him up in a league uh, where I might flex him. W- 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 you guys have confidence for net against Atlanta? Something that something that's not known about Atlanta is they're one of the top run defenses in, in the NFL, which is yeah. – I think it might just be because they're so vulnerable through the passing game. I don't know exactly how that stat works itself out, but they're like ninth or eighth against the run this year. And mm-hmm. – It'll be interesting to see. I'm hoping Ronald Jones sits out because I have four net in a couple of leagues, but uh, we'll see. How that oh, goes. He's, out, he's out. Jared, you're about to say something. Yeah, I mean, when a, when a guy's a healthy scratch the week before, you're never looking forward to starting them. The yeah, week so after. interesting. Uh, but Bruce Arians said he's going to be the lead back if Ronald Jones is out, and Ronald Jones is out. Obviously, you got to take he officially everything out. Yeah, he's on the COVID yeah. IR, had surgery, so I'm guessing they put him on there just because he was at the hospital. I don't know exactly how that works but a couple other quick ones we got marquise brown henry ruggs for the COVID ir hopefully you're not having to start either of them hopefully they're just on your bench <laughs> it uh, should be a little more volume for everyone else should be a little more volume yeah. for everybody yeah. else yeah exactly and then mm-hmm. we got a, a few guys designated to return from our drew Brees got the green light george kittle like we said and john brown drew Brees is gonna make the whole team better i mean everyone gets a bump except for Taysom hill probably <laughs> then George Kittle, I mean, you're putting, you're throwing him in over anyone, maybe except if your name is Kelsey you're fl- you're or flexible. Waller or maybe Mark Andrews. I don't know. We'll, we'll no. deal with that in 16. I no. picked him up two weeks ago. He's just sitting on the on the waivers with the IR tag. I was like, what might happen? Maybe they're in the playoffs quick, picture still. Quick As thought. I just I just thought of something. If if say Drew Brees plays this week, which I'm not sure if that'll happen or not, but if Drew Brees mm-hmm. plays this week and Taysom Hill gets snaps at tight end again and mm-hmm. gains that fantasy tight end eligibility, is that somebody? I'm just thinking about this right now on the spot. Is that somebody you I would? Con, is that somebody you guys would consider throwing in your tight end position in championship weeks? I mean, they've seen what he can do as a quarterback, mm-hmm. and now he comes in for those you know wild catch plays that he was using. I don't think they're going to re reclassify him. It's too much po- political. I don't know around. how that process works. If but they man, would, that'd though. be interesting. You know, if they did, I guess, yeah, because like, they can throw in for a gadget player too, and that could be a 50-yarder down to Michael Thomas or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Anyways, uh, then we got John Brown. I guess Cole Beasley takes a hit kind of back. Gabriel Davis. Wide receiver three. Gabriel Davis kind of out of the question. Let's get into dude and dud of the week. We had an all-time bad week this past week, I think. Uh, I'll just bang through them. Dudes with Sta- Stafford, but Marvin Jones caught that ball. 50 yarder. So, I mean, Stafford had more like 
probably 15 points, still a bad week. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Anderson, decent week. Colin Johnson, bad. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, how is that a bad, bad week? 14 points is, is solid. I said not a bad week. Oh, I thought you said historically bad dud week. Yeah, okay. I mean, it was just – and then dud, dud was – I picked Kareem Hunt, who had a, who had a career day. Don't say uh, it. Most dirt had a pretty dud. Tyreek Hill, 24.6 on four touches. 6.125 points per touch. That's a touchdown and change, baby. I was and sitting got, so pretty, and then they gave him that little sweep, and he took it third. Like, here's nothing. Go dominate. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chase Claypool, three points. That's a nice one. So, okay, maybe not as bad as I said. But let's get into this week. I'm going to start off my do the week. and It's, it's just Derek, Mike's pick. It's Derrick Henry against Detroit. Now, I know this may come as a surprise. But Derrick Henry is actually one of the best running backs in the league. Last week, he went for over 200 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And now he's playing an even worse run defense. Derrick Henry against the Lions. I recommend starting him. My real dude of the week is Naheem Hines. I think he's a decent flex this week against Houston. Colts should be dominating all day. They don't need to run Jonathan Taylor uh, into the ground. He's a start, obviously. But I think Hines is actually a decent flex play in a deeper league. There you go. And, And also start Derrick Henry. I had a thought now that now that you mentioned Naeem Hines, give a quick shout out. You know, usually we're sort of to the end of the year. I feel like I can do this. Usually at the end of week one, we overreact and, you know, number one on the waiver wire doesn't really have much value the rest uh-huh. of the year. This year, top two, probably Naeem Hines and Mike Davis have been startable. The yeah, rest not of- James Robinson, though, yeah. <laughs> With Mike, well, James Robinson was he was going to maybe drafted. Picked up before the year, or yeah, picked up before yeah. the year found out he was going to be the guy but Mike Davis everyone thought he was going to lose value when CMC came back and he just never came back and now he's been a top 10 running back ever since so shout out those two if you were last picking last in your draft you made out well for me my dude of the week Cam Akers and this is kind of an obvious pick as well he's been going off but I think he's going to be a top three running back this week we know the Rams love to run 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 the ball in their head and they're playing the worst team in football so (laughs) not my Jacksonville Jaguars the New York Jets so I could see him getting 20 to 25 touches, probably over 100 yards, total yards, and a couple of touchdowns. Wonderful. <laughs> love, love playing him playing him in my fantasy playoffs. All right, I got uh, the Ravens backfield, not Mark Ingram, though. Gus Bus and J.K. Dobbins, they're playing the Jags. I feel like they both have a great chance of getting the end zone. I think they're both really good RB2s this week. J.K. Dobbins could have one of the best weeks of his career i feel like this week and gus bus mm-hmm. he loves scoring touchdowns they're both really really good and they're playing the jags so i feel like they're both going to score what's that mean third above over under i'm putting at 13 and i think they both can get 13 this week do so. you have the confidence in dobbins because I've, I've seen this all over the place this dobbins breakout um you know it's it's time do you and he's been very solid do you have any confidence to play him for my own sake, over anybody like Mike Davis or Cam Akers? Would you play both Mike Davis and no, Cam Akers no. over him? I think yes. Mike Davis okay. and Cam Akers are both top, top 10, five, top six, five right? to 10. Yeah. So, yeah, I got James yeah. Robinson, Mike Davis, Cam Akers, and playing all three over him, just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, I got uh, my dude of the week. I had Brandon Ayuk in there, but I think that's a little bit too easy. He's been just phenomenal since he's come back, which has been kind of flying under the radar. I think he's, I saw on Twitter, he's have, he has more points per game than Terry McLaurin this year um, in the huh. games he's played. He's been just absolutely phenomenal. So I think he's second in rookie wide, wide receivers in points mm. per game. So he's, he's been phenomenal. But I think another 49er who's going to have a big game is Jeff Wilson Jr. I think Love it. 
Dude of the week, Jeff Wilson Jr. You, we've talked about it all all year. This 49ers run offense is amazing. Um, it's always been historically with with Kyle Shanahan and Raheem Mostert having some injury troubles. Got an MRI. He's not practicing today. Don't think he'll practice tomorrow. So if he's not playing, last time we saw Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr. start, he had three touchdowns. Ended up like breaking his ankle at the end of the game or something. But he put up over 100 yards and three touchdowns. And I think that's the type of system they run is just the guy who's there is going to get all the carries is going to get a, a big chunk of carries and they're all effective with the ball. So I think he's going to have a big week. Nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into the duds. I'm going to start it off again. We talked about Stafford being questionable earlier. Uh, I mean, he's a really tough guy. So when he is questionable, it's a serious, more serious injury and DeAndre Swift going against uh, the Titans this week. Lions are going to be down bad. Okay. And just like the Twitter account and DeAndre Swift is not going to be running ahead of a lead and they're going to be behind and it's going to be probably not a great game. Hopefully is, but I don't like DeAndre Swift. Mm. He was kind of in a backup role last week, seven carries. And uh, there's no reason they're, they're not fighting for anything, maybe a higher draft pick if anything. So I'm fighting DeAndre Swift a little bit, probably a high end flex play. Love it. All right, I'm going Devontae Parker. A little banged up this week. He's playing the Patriots, Patriots defense, and you got uh, Stephon Gilmore covering him probably. Don't really like him, especially with Tua starting to target guys like Mike Kosicki towards the end zone. So got Devontae Parker. All right, I'll go in with mine. Uh, I'm not sure if Devontae Parker's going to play, but if he does, I totally agree with your dud. Um my dud of the week is Chris Carson of the Seattle Seahawks. He's been super solid all year. And I'm just a little worried this, this, this week. I, I've kind of find myself week after week falling more and more in love with this Washington football team defensive line. They're so much fun to watch. They're a bunch of guys who are just super animated, love playing football, get really after it. And I think that this – I'm in Seattle with a bunch this of Seahawks young fans. as advertised, like – I know he's, he's amazing. And they got that Montez sweat guy. Who's also amazing. Mm-hmm. Kerrigan still like, they're just really solid up and down the off defensive line. And in Seattle here, I'm surrounded by Seattle Seahawks fans watching these games. And I just <laughs> can't watch this offensive line struggle anymore. Russell Wilson is just constantly under pressure. And I don't know if they're going to be able to hold up against this defensive line. So I don't, I don't see Chris Carson having any sort of real ceiling other than maybe if he slips in for two touchdowns, which can happen at any time, but uh, I think you should lower expectations for this week. Fair. Interesting. I'm going to Adam Thielen, and the Vikings are a little bit weird where they play a really good defense. They have to throw the ball more, and they can't just pound Dalvin Cooks. So you'd expect against the Bears that Adam Thielen would have more volume, but I just I get worried whenever Justin Jefferson has the games that he did last week, and they don't even look at Adam Thielen. And he's been very touchdown dependent. They played the Bears. He did have a couple touchdowns, but – if he doesn't score, I think he could very well be under 10 points, and I'd be a little bit concerned with him this week. Oof. That was my dud of the week when he played the Bears last. Season. Yeah. He got like four catches, like 40 two yards. Touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And I was yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I think that was the game. Like, Justin Jefferson had a couple touchdowns in that game, too. Yeah. But uh, I agree. You got to trust the process on that one. That Bears defense is, is legit. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Let's move into some DFS 
It is getting tight in here. It's getting hot in here. Kieran in the lead with 23 wins. Michael 20, Jared 18, and me falling behind with 17. Quick shout out to Kieran with Eagles defense. I wow. let's replay the clip real quick. Kieran, I think Eagles defense is a stupid idea. Uh, that's me saying that <laughs> last week. And then also calling Jonathan Taylor's breakout game and Nelson Aguilar with a sweet uh, sneaky game there too. Nice job, Kieran. Still tight. Still anyone's ball game. Two more weeks of this. We're doing a little special segment this week. We're going to list your lineup, and then you're going to list your like and your hate. Uh, should we just go back-to-back like, hate? let's do that. So mm-hmm. why doesn't someone else start off so I can pick my likes and hates? How's that sound? All right, I'll go first. So guys I like at their prices right now, especially if you want to be paying up for guys like Derrick Henry at 9500 Mitch Trubisky at 5500 This guy has been really solid since he started since he got back that starting role mm-hmm. he puts up around 20 fantasy points a game he's playing the vikings he's got that nice floor with his running ability he's throwing touchdowns to Allen robinson jimmy graham he looks pretty decent so i really like him at 5500 he's one of the cheapest starting quarterbacks this week and then at defense 49ers d against the cowboys at 3100 seems like too good of a deal to pass up on interesting for me I like David Johnson coming back this week. He's good to go. He's running back 24 on DFS at only 5,100. I don't think David Johnson's a very flashy name, but I could see him being a top 15 running back this year or this week if he finds the end zone. And right there, you can make mm-hmm. your I think he's a dud this week, honestly. Interesting. Yeah, that will be. Do you think he's a top 24 running back this week? Uh, no, I'd rather have guys below 24 above. Okay. Yeah. I take him as a top 24 running back. Um, I'll go into guys. I like this week. One really deep name X Raider, uh, Lynn Bowden. (laughs) He was drafted by the Raiders this year, traded to the Miami dolphins. You can get him for $3,600 this week. That's almost the minimum. And last week he had seven catches for 82 yards. And also for those of you out there who are in really deep, uh, you know, 14, 16 team leagues, he is running back eligible in a lot of formats. So mm-hmm. if you're really strapped for running back, he's playing in the slot. He's an electric speedy guy, uh, played quarterback last year. He's just really good with the football after the catch. And he is playing for the Dolphins and they have almost nobody going to be playing for them this week on the receiving court. Like Mike Gesicki, questionable to play. Devontae Parker, questionable. Preston Williams, um, out. He's not playing. So, I mean, there's a good chance that he's one of the only options there and Tua threw for over 300 yards last week not saying that's pres- like prescribed that for the future but if he's going to be throwing the ball you know checking it down to this mm-hmm. guy he he's for the minimum value if you want to afford a guy like Derrick Henry he's a great option also my ex dude of the week <laughs> Brandon Ayuk I, I kind of tooted his horn earlier he is just he had 16 targets last week 16 wow. and yeah. Debo's not playing it's Debo and Ayuk are like two peas in a pod, like which they're basically the same type of player and whichever one isn't playing is going to get all of the targets. I mean, Shanahan came out that one week and said, oh man, we have to scrap the whole game plan because 85% of our game plan revolved around Debo Samuel or Brandon <laughs> Ayuk. And that's just how he plays. He knows that he can tell you exactly who's going to be the main option and he's good enough at scheming it that it'll work. So Brandon Ayuk is going to get a ton of targets again. He's going to be involved. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Is it my turn? Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. what do you like this week? One guy I like, if you couldn't tell, is Derrick Henry. 
$9,500. Dude, I could spend all 55 on him. He's going to beat some teams. Okay. That's a steal. Then I got another guy I like is uh, Gus Edwards, the Gus bus for 4,400. And I have a very sneaky, uh, fun play. You guys will like in my actual lineup. And Mm. then uh, for hate, Lamar, uh, don't, you know, that's a great game last week, buddy. But against Jacksonville this week, I don't think they're really going to need him. I mean, so patronizing. Hit him with the buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Great week, buddy. I mean, nice game last week, reigning MVP of the league. (laughs) You really, you did good. (laughs) I mean, uh, hey, every time I ran for 100 and threw for 100, I hold my poops in back in the day. So, I mean, (laughs) you just got to, I mean, you can only, he can only do so much, you know. And then, uh, yeah, that's the only hate I hate I got right now. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting with Gus Bus being forty four hundred and Dobbins being fifty nine hundred, and I feel like they have a pretty similar floor and ceiling this week. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, a couple guys I hate: uh, Zeke at sixty one hundred, sixty one hundred for Zeke. Are you serious? Come on, against the Niners, no way in hell. And then Kyler at seven thousand against the Eagles. I think I'm good. His shoulder's still a little messed up. Yeah. Got to pass on that price. Yeah, I like those two. I'm going one that I got burned on for saying I should sell, 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 and this is not how I feel about him as a player. He's an incredible running back, one of the best, especially one of the best undrafted. But James Robinson at RB5, over $7,000. I just don't see it happening against the Ravens. We're going to be down. And, yes, he'll get some more receptions this week with Minshew playing, check it down. But I just – I don't see a running back five ceiling for James Robinson this week. Yep. And then the guy that I hate, uh, Dalvin Cook at $9,000. I think Mike's going to touch on him a little later in the show with some of the reasons that uh, we're not buying into this guy uh, right now. Obviously still going to give you production, but uh, I don't Mm -hmm. know if the ceiling's going to be there necessarily. And we'll get into that a little bit later. There you go. And I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. He's been fantastic all season. Didn't have too bad of a week. 219 and a tud and a little bit of rushing yards this past week. But he's got the Colts and then Cincinnati, and he's just losing everybody. I mean, that was a huge receiver decline, a huge receiver, just the, the amount of they had on the roster, basically. Uh, so I just don't think he's going to have the weapons around him. And in these final weeks, you need those boom games, especially from your highest scoring position. And, and I don't think Watson is going to bring the heat. Interesting. Just to give you a little – transition into uh that's not necessarily i mean i think you believe that is a dfs hate too but also we're moving into league losers so these are players that big name players who have gotten you to the playoffs maybe even the semifinals in in these cases and just players that we think maybe you should lower your expectations for or um think you know in these last two weeks they might not have the best matchups and just you know prepare yourself not necessarily means it doesn't necessarily mean move off of them or replace them in your lineup. It's just about mm-hmm. expectation and, and where you're going to play your other guys in your lineup. Do you want might want to shoot for a higher end flex if you have some of these guys? Yeah, guys that have carried you to the playoffs now in the conversation to maybe be on your bench, just maybe. Uh, so my guy is James Robinson. I, we've talked about him. He's got Baltimore, Chicago, Indianapolis. The Jags are probably going to get blown out in all three of these games. Maybe not Chicago, but. Mm-hmm. that's a tough run defense to go against. And yeah. you can see what James Robinson past couple weeks, his, his carries are starting to decline. He only had 12 last week. They're going to be losing. Not going to be using him as much. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It's a bummer too, because I have him all over and I didn't even mm-hmm. think about the matchups because he's just such an auto start. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
the guy for me, a league loser, um, is Tyler Lockett. I see him in a, in a bunch of lineups uh, in the playoffs. I've been checking up on my competition and guys who are playing me, and he's still up there in you know the wide receiver mm-hmm. rankings. But he hasn't been. He's only been in the top twelve wide receivers one out of the last seven weeks. And if you take out those huge blow up games he had earlier in the year, he's really been inconsistent. And he has a floor, and that's something that he hasn't had in the past, where he's always kind of been very mm-hmm. solid and then blows up with a two touchdown performance. But he has a definite floor um, this season, and he plays Washington, the Rams, and then San Francisco to finish out the year. So it's definitely somebody I would even consider benching. Um, it's one of those where he's someone where if you need it, he could come through at any moment, but he hasn't in the last seven weeks. Yeah, and you keep I, saying that he every week is he like has that floor. Like he he doesn't have I, by by, fl- by floor right. I meant like low he, floor he doesn't Five have points. yeah he has that okay, he gotcha, has that gotcha. basement that basement that, uh, yeah. that yeah. I was referring to oh. sorry I should have made that clear. And for me, it's a guy you're not considering benching really, you know. And if not, <laughs> top a top two running back all year, it's Dalvin Cook. And the big caveat here is this is if you are in a week seventeen league, they play the Lions in week seventeen, and he can make up for everything he doesn't do over the next two weeks. So this is strictly the next two weeks where they play the Bears and the Saints, who have two of the better run defenses in the NFL. We know what the Vikings like to do when Dalvin Cook can't get going. They have to throw the ball. And I just don't think Dalvin Cook – I could see him not being an RB1 over these next two weeks. And it's not that you're going to bench him. Yeah. It's that he won't get that value that you expect out of a guy like Dalvin Cook. Yeah, exactly. And for here, I'm going to go with another big-name guy. He's been, you know, off of his uh, game, obviously, lately, but Ezekiel Elliott – with San Francisco and Philly in the last two weeks. I mean, but this is a guy you're obviously kind of still in the auto start or nearby, ah, but no, I don't well, know but, if anybody but, who but drafted they, Zeke even made the playoffs. Want to start that's him. the problem. If you drafted Zeke that's in the a, top four pick, are you in the playoffs? Well, there was like, lost. <laughs> there was like five or six first rounders that were complete. I mean, the top three, yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. And only so, five or six make the playoffs. Okay. So yeah. guys, I just need to say this real quick. One of my opponents in a 14-team league semifinals, mm-hmm. he drafted Saquon Barkley second, mm-hmm. and he's playing me, and he has DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs, Jonathan Taylor, Beautiful. Cam Akers, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Jefferson, Mark Ann. This is a 14-team league with Saquon as the first pick, and this is what I'm going up against. Yeah, so it exists. There's guys out there it's in the playoffs who are thinking about starting Zeke. Don't. <laughs> and you're still projected to win. Don't sell your team short. <laughs> the, yeah. Rams D, the Rams D effect. The Rams D effect. And the Young Way Koo effect. Okay, I got to – before we get into week 13, I got a little game I want to play with you guys. Okay? Last week, big player Derek Henry had a great week. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, I have a question for you all. Did superstar AFC championship contender Ryan Tannehill throw for more yards or did Derrick Henry rush for more yards? If you know the answer, don't don't say it. Just let's hear our guesses. Um, I'm going no. Henry. Oh, wait, on the year or last week? Last week. Henry. On the, on the year, yeah, Derrick Henry. No. Um, <laughs> I know Derrick Henry, what, at 215 or 220? Uh Oh, AJ Brown had like 105 himself. I know Tannehill uh, likes. To- Come on, let's hear him. Let's hear the guesses. Uh, uh, I'm going Henry. Henry. We got Henry, Henry, and Henry, Henry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a trick question. It was. It was the funny answer. It's Henry at 215. 
uh, Ryan Tannehill with 212. Oof. So I ask you, against the Lions, who do you got this week for more yards? Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry? Oh, geez. Tannehill. 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 More I mean, yards? Statistically, or... can we give there's a something? Can we but give there's, a something about, there's something about Derrick Henry's second game against the Jaguars that brings this out. It's not necessarily him playing a terrible run defense. Well, yeah, the Jags have always had a r- terrible run defense, but it's specifically the Jaguars that bring out this 200-plus yard game. I think Derrick Henry gets maybe 170 tops. I see Tannehill throwing. I, two- I've, have I, have a better, I have a better question for this, Noah. Same yeah, exact question, but better format. Okay. Does Derrick Henry get closer to 200 yards rushing or 200 yards total offense, or does Ryan Tannehill get to 300 – Closer to Two. 300 yards passing. Oh, Henry. I, sure. I think a 250. That's Henry. 250. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't know if Henry's gonna have like a. He, I, I see him with the ceiling. I, I could see him having like a 105 and two touchdown day. Here, I don't know here. if he's a 250. Let me, let me upgrade it again. Okay. <laughs> if Derek gets within 50 yards, he wins. Okay. Who do you got? 50. Well, 50. I'm that's going Derek. I'm, I'm going, taking I'm Tannehill. Going, I'm going Derrick Henry then. I'll go Derrick too. <laughs> the right answer is I'm Ryan taking Tannehill. Tannehill yeah, that's the right answer, but it's just fun. Okay, got one more. Okay, you know who's another really good player is Lamar Jackson. Do you guys don't you guys mm. think so? I've heard of him. Great yes, guy. Right. So did he have more rushing yards or passing yards? <laughs> Last week. Rushing. Last week. <laughs> I think he had like 140 or something. <laughs> more rushing yeah, I'm yards, going more rushing. passing yards. We got rushing. Rushing, rushing, and rushing. Well, I I feel like the answer is going to be rushing, but I I just watching that game, I felt like he had more passing yards. <laughs> he did have more passing yards. It was one passing to one twenty four rushing. Michael, two for two, you win. Cheers to you, buddy. Okay, so we asked this week going against Jacksonville. Let's do another fifty yard spread for throwing, more rushing and more passing. I'm gonna Ooh. go passing. I think he doesn't need to do as much this week. Yeah, I'm going rushing. I'll go passing. All right. Can, can I'll, go someone... rush, I'll go I'll go rushing within 50. Yeah, same. All right. Someone can someone note that real quick? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the next segment. We started last week with real playoff questions. You could go with this or you could go with that. And we had we'll just go over the uh, the records here on 0 and 4 <laughs> through these guesses. Mike was it two and two? And then me and Mike, or no, Jared would be for the over under. Oh yeah, that's over. Okay, you go with this, or you could go with that. Sorry, getting my segments picked up. Classic podcaster mistake. Um, <laughs> but okay, we got Jonathan Taylor versus Mike Miles Gaskin. Didn't really matter. Miles Gaskin didn't play. Then Chris Godwin versus Terry McLaurin. <laughs> Godwin won by point one, and Kieran was left out in the cold. That's <laughs> Are sad. you kidding me? Corey that's Davis sad. two for twenty four. <laughs> two for twenty four. Two for twenty five. Tom Brady doesn't know Chris Godwin exists. Corey Davis, Mike Jarrett, and Kieran Loss on that one versus T.Y. Hillman. Brutal. Marvin Jones versus Debo. Debo injured very first play of the game, but I'll take the dub with Marvin Jones because he <laughs> earned it with the 50-yarder that wasn't called. And then Washington D dominating versus San Francisco. Kieran was the only one with that pick. Mm. Over under Michael Thomas, 74 yards. Michael got it. Scary Terry under 81 receiving yards. Uh, Michael Noah Jarrett got it. David Montgomery over 80 rushing yards. Jarrett and Noah. Smashed it on the first, the first drive of the game. Literally, <laughs> Kyler twenty fantasy points. Michael and Noah got it. So Michael and Noah three and one with the over under. Congrats mm, to us. Whatever. Week fourteen. Let's run it back because I need help again. Terry McLaurin versus Seattle or Chris Godwin versus Atlanta. 
We doing fantasy <laughs> points or rushing yards? Uh, fantasy points. Full fantasy PPR. Points. Terry McLaurin, Chris Godwin. <laughs> I'm going. If, if Dwayne Haskins is playing, and I hate Dwayne Haskins, I have to go Chris <laughs> Godwin. All right, Jerry with Godwin. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Michael. I'm going, I'm going McLaurin. Who? Anyone else? Kieran, what you got? He's looks. Give stressed. me Godwin. Give me Godwin, he says. That looks wow. like I went 0 and 4. I really need to think about these this time and not go with all the guys on my fantasy team. Cam Akers versus the Last Jets. Last week, my strategy was to go with all the guys on my fantasy team to hope that I will it into existence. And I got to do oh, a little more good. digging this week. That's that good. seems like an opposite of a Kieran strategy. Usually, you're, you want to bet a. Okay, see, you got you to go with your gut, man. Here we go Cam Akers versus oh. the Jets or Jonathan Taylor versus the Texans. This is a tough one. Uh, half, this one's PPR, tough. half PPR, I'm going JT. Come on. I think it shouldn't be tough for you, Mike. You said top three running back for Akers. I'm going JT. Yeah, maybe but JT. maybe JT's a top three running back. <laughs> yeah, John, John <laughs> Taylor plays two. the Texans. The top. Texans have been getting shredded. Top three and not three. <laughs> Give me I'm John going Akers. I'm going Akers. Uh, I'm going out on I knew he could I love the 3v1. It's more fun than the, than yeah. the 2v1. <laughs> Melvin Gordon versus the Bills. J.D. McKissick versus the Easy. Seahawks. Who Wait, is this, is this PPR or half PPR? Half. half. half P- the reason I picked this is because Melvin has outscored J.D. the last two weeks in both weeks. They Give both haven't been that well, but you know this could be a serious flex. I'm, question. I'm going. I'm going JD here. I'm going JD. I think okay. Melvin's a bust this week. Hold on, on, hold your horses. Let me look at Melvin here. Oh no, no <laughs> looking man. No he, looking. He scored like 14 two weeks good? ago and like 11 last Michael, week. Michael, who you got? We got, I, we got I, a big McKissick. 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 All right, yeah. give me, give me Melvin. Give me yeah, Melvin. We love Ooh. to see it. Robbie Anderson versus Green Bay. Amari Cooper versus San Francisco. I'm, I'm going Amari. Go, I'm going to go Amari too, yeah. Ooh, give me Amari. Robbie. I'm going Robbie. Three versus one all the way around. Wait, who – wait, you got – who did you get at Kieran? Kieran went Amari also. My bad. Amari. Derek Henry. Last, this last one. Derek <laughs> Henry versus the Lions. Russell Wilson versus Washington. Or oh. Mahomes versus New Orleans. I'm going to go Mahomes. I'm going Derek Henry. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Let's no go. Mahomes. I'm going Derrick Henry. I'm going Derrick Henry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Russell Wilson. Henry, Henry was the leading scorer last week. Okay. I can see. That's a fun one. Derrick Henry, Mahomes. Okay, Noah and Kieran. We got California for Mahomes and Texas for Derrick Henry. That's All right. Stuff. That's a fun game. Mm. Kieran, I love take that. us through over All right. under. Going into over under round two, week two edition of over under. It was a rough one for me last week. I Sorry to the fans. I still haven't thought of a better name, but it's coming. Um, I also didn't check Twitter to see if anybody responded, but I assume a lot of people did. And, yeah, and this week for sure, you're getting yeah. a shout out. I know there was a, I know there was about 20 or 30 tweets we got, but I didn't sift through them to get a winner. So mm-hmm. this week I will put in a little more effort. We're going on. We got, we got jobs. Just, we got send us an email. All right. Over, our in, our under. Slacking for sure. I know. Our in, uh, we should pay him less. Uh, our over, under first player of the week, AJ Brown, over, under 82 <laughs> yards. Against the Lions. Uh, damn, over. That's a tough one. I'm feeling the over. I'm feeling over. I'm going over as well. Ooh. Uh, yeah, okay, we got to put – I was going to go over. We're pushing the line to 95. Oh, shit. 95. That's, that's – I mean, I'm, I'm taking under. the under. I'm taking the under. Anyone saying – let's do 90, 90. Oh, yeah, 90. I think I'll, 90 is better. 
I'll take the over. Okay, Kieran, I'll take the, the over. over at 90. I'm going under. Michael's the only under. Josh oh, Jacobs, 90 yards. All right, Josh Jacobs, 90 total yards against total. the Chargers on Thursday night football. Give me he that hasn't been over. He's a little banged up. He hasn't total. been necessarily super involved on third down. What do you guys think? 90 total yards. Give me the over, baby. I think with rugs out, he they're going to kind of contain the game a little more. And I think they'll work him in and give me the over. Hey, man, he almost had 50 rushing yards last week. Under. Michael's going under. Kieran's going over. Cooper Cup. All right. No, no, this is my segment. All right. You get to host everything else. Let me, sorry, let me right, have a little right. second game for one second. Right. I'm just trying to. Cooper Cup is our third person. <laughs> That's good. All right. So he had five for 33 and a touchdown last week. I know fantasy managers all over the world were shedding tears as we watched this game until that touchdown saved us. I'm going over under 67 yards against the New York football Jets. This is easy. I'll hold off. Yeah, I'm going to hold oh. off too. This is easy though. I, I feel I'll like take, it's not I'll as I'll take easy. the over. I'll take the over, but it's not as easy because I feel like those. This is a smash under. They're going to run the ball. Yeah, I'm going to go under too. All game. 67 though? That's like. If he sees five, he can see five catches a game. But he's a must start still. He's a must start against the Jets because mm-hmm. he could go off. Would you start? Would you start? He's a must Cooper start. Cooper Cup or Terry McLaurin? Cooper Cup or Terry McLaurin? Uh, McLaurin. McLaurin, probably yeah. Okay. All right. Last uh, one here. Last one. <laughs> no, I didn't butt on this one, so I'm really proud of you. You almost did. <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. But it was more of a supporting Hilton. comment. T.Y. Hilton on pace for 2,500 yards and 27 million touchdowns in the last five weeks is going to be over under 16 fantasy points. Against Houston. Uh, what did he score is against Houston PPR? a couple weeks ago? I'm going to make it half PPR. Half PPR. Half PPR. He scored 21 last time they played. so He I scored go. 20 in three straight weeks. I'm, I'm, get, I'm hammering the under. I got to go over. That's, yeah, what's stopping him? I mean, I'm playing. Yeah. I'm going under. I'm going under. I, nice I think I might lead. go for four again. I think I might go for four again. <laughs> I'm not confident. And I did exactly what I did last week. I said, okay, I have AJ Brown and Cooper Cup over. I'm playing Josh Jacobs and T.Y. Hilton under. <laughs> hey, did it work Love out? It. How'd you do it? It didn't work out. It didn't work out. It did. It did. Uh, Noah gave himself the self plug. I'm two for two in the playoffs so far. Me and Noah squaring off again for week number two this week. Oh, I need updates on that matchup. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we were were the top two scorers last week. Kieran bumped bumped me out. I was the top scorer in in actually half my, in three out of the five playoffs. So just, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I I need to say it? No. Did I say it? Yes. Well done. I mean, we need, a, we need to develop some technology, a virtual pat on the back, because I need more. I mean, I need more credit because it's a dude. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. 